There we go. We're here. I just, I just learned where the uh, volume icon is on our computer. I was trying to fix it on the fly. The, the in-ear monitor was ripping my eardrum out. See, I'm looking, putting it down on the desk. I'm looking for a knob. Yeah. I'm looking for a manual knob. Just to, oh, the peril, the perils of podcast. <laughs> it, it is always very loud. Yeah, it is. So, uh, so welcome back to another great episode of Lancaster Connects. Uh, you're sure it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's okay. it's all Jeff and Ben, so it has to be great. And Chris, <laughs> it better be. Yeah, we'll have Chris on. Producer Chris Lancaster gets to see producer Chris and meet producer Chris on this one. He's Chris. like this mythical behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not like when you got let down in the Wizard of Oz. It's not like that. You're going to touch the guy. <laughs> well, don't you see the guy in, in Wizard of Oz at the end? Like, Well, but he's not He's not like this. He's not. Oh, like right, right, right. He's not. Yes, yes. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. Yeah. Chris is like the guy. Yep. So Chris Stone from Cast Ahead. So if you're ever interested in producing a podcast or know somebody, you should definitely reach out to us or reach out to Chris. He puts his contact information in the show notes. And he is uh, really great. So be sure to check him out if you need podcasting help the audio ripping my eardrum off that's not a chris thing that's an yeah. operator error on this yeah. side thing so don't look at it so. chris. but this episode we thought we would uh take a little different spin give you some updates of what's going on here at the store this one's titled from success to significance because we're really working on some some things here to uh help the lancaster community out even more so we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we go into the show but uh, I think it's time to, well, I guess we got to do the business. So why do we do the show? What's the show about? I like it. Connects? Yeah. All right. So Jeff mentioned the title of the show, Moving from Success to Significance. Um, you know, we, we talked about doing a no, podcast. You're going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. You we were just supposed to say the theme, like the, the, this is the show about small business success, the battle. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. See, big, but since he botched it, I'm just going to take it over. Do it. Big versus small, <laughs> David versus Goliath, right? About beating Amazon in the Amazon world. Uh, that's what Lancaster Shadex is all about. Yeah, hang your head in shame, my, my, my friend. See, uh, you know what? I don't have the script in front of me. Yeah. We're, we're going. You're really going off. But uh, yeah, so the you know, this is all about showcasing the best of what Lancaster has to offer from small businesses that are doing good, giving back to the community. And then really highlighting charities. We we really want to get some more charities back on. We have a couple scheduled. But please, yes. throw us the charities that you love to support. Go to LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. Even if you don't know a contact, um, give us a name of a charity that you like. And we'll say, hey, Jill or Jane or Joe told us to reach out. You know, they sit on your board. They donate to you often. Um, we would love to have those charities on the show so you can... Make an introduction that way. Real easy. LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. In fact, it's a good time to bring up, we've got a few guests lined up uh, next week. Uh, Diane Buolo, pronunciation to be determined, uh, but that's what we're going with. Uh, she has a charity, founded a charity in Lancaster called Swan for Life. Uh, it's a really cool music-based charity. Uh, so she's next week, the 25th, next, next Monday at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, April 25th already. And then into May, we have another charity guest a week away, uh, Lynn Walker from a week away, uh, fantastic charity that, uh, helps provide, uh, families who are struggling to go, they're going through some sort of struggle, um, 
It'll health be crisis, health financial crisis, yep. something. And uh, they help uh, provide a week away, literally, um, a vacation uh, of some kind to you know, get away, clear the mind, um, you know, get away from all the the day to day struggles, if if you will. So uh, I forget the exact date. She's maybe the eighth or fifteenth of May, but a um, couple of really great uh, charity guests coming up on Lancaster Connects here. Yeah. So this show again, uh, success to significance. So we're going to touch on that in a minute, but let's bring Chris on. We'll introduce Chris Stone from Casted to all of Lancaster. There he is. There's our friend. I see this guy like twice a week, every week. Producer Chris, I you know it's got, a, it's got a nice ring to it, guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me on. This is uh, yeah. this is an honor, uh, you know, to uh, to be alongside you guys and uh, to to meet, I guess, virtually uh, all of your many many millions of fans. That's right. That's I, right. I I got it. I love Chris's background. I, I always marvel at you know he he's got he's got the guitars on the wall. The 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 records the, the the I don't know like a platinum album or something over his left shoulder the lights the ambiance is that is that a black light Chris or what do you, what do you got going on there No these are um, these are just lights uh, that you use for your background it's uh, like little okay. floods right. little you know LEDs you LED can you can change what? the mm-hmm. yeah and speaking of backgrounds <laughs> someone else's someone else's uh oh do we get a pizza someone else's is building, is building their collection out so this Surprise is a uh, unboxing here on the new 180 gram version of toad the wet sprocket or something you know i so this is an i honestly don't know what this is we have to tune in let's see you know we have to remember it's not just three guys on the screen here it's it's all of lancaster and our millions of viewers as chris said uh <laughs> So, so Ben has Ben has a problem. I'm opening this with a, a pen cap. It's a it's a record problem, a vinyl record problem. You know, and then the ongoing joke here is is that this was all supposed to end a little while ago, and that he had enough. But uh, these these records just keep showing up in the mail, and they get sent here because this way they're up here. There's always someone here. We don't have to worry about. Oh my gosh, there's like multiple boxes. I would imagine it's a it's a porch pirate thing, right? Ben, you don't want. Yes, you don't want records sessions over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, Primus sailing the seas of cheese. Little sailing the seas of cheese, a fantastic album from the mid nineties. Yes. Oh, there's another one. I I don't think we can show this cover. (laughs) (laughs) Can't show this cover. Family show. But the uh, first Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, okay. I don't think we can show the cover. So So that's the album before Rated R, right? The album Rated. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But there you go. So, so the running joke is that Ben has said many times, "This is, you know, I think this is the last of the records." But then more records show up. I don't know that I've ever said the last of them. I know what I heard. <laughs> Sounds like an addiction. To you me. do have a you do have a memory like an elephant. Yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> or I think I think the I think the exact words were: "I think I've got enough. It's going to be really. I, I'm going to be really happy for a while with what I have." Something along that line. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's say that now. <laughs> you heard it right here. <laughs> Timestamp it, Chris. Well, on uh, April 18th. We all have our problems. Yeah. Yeah. We won't we won't talk about what Jeff collects because nope. uh Facebook <laughs> has an issue with that. <laughs> you can get your account banned for talking about certain things on Facebook. So um 
So we'll just, just leave, leave it at that. Leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Thank you, mailman. Yeah, mailman Andrew, <laughs> producer Chris, mailman Andrew. <laughs> I, I love, I love, yeah, I love how it's like you guys were live. It didn't matter. They knew what was important to Ben. Like he mm-hmm. has, he has to see the vinyl like immediately. So, so Stephanie supports my habit. Hey, listen, I, you know you're the one. You're the one that made the qualification of I'm not going to do any more of this. You're just pointing out. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> the inconsistency. I'm just trying to help speak. you get along in this. <laughs> That's all. I mean, you know, you're the one who said no more vinyl. You felt it's That's important true. to say no. I want to. I want to help. Maybe I need a new turntable. That's what I. That's a good. And you have two turntables, and you just need a microphone. Oh, I see what you did did there. So my question, my first question, um, which is uh, very significant, um, is is asking Ben if he knows what next Saturday is and what his plans are for next Saturday. You know, I've looked at the list, Chris, and yes, I do know what it is. I'm not all that interested in anything specifically that's there. There might be one or two, and I honestly, I can't even remember what they are. Um, It's record store day. Oh, I feel good. And, and, and uh, they usually <laughs> they're my own show. Yeah, so yeah, just do your thing. Yeah, there's exactly. a bunch of exclusive, you know, releases. There's limited numbers of of the, you know, some of them might only have five hundred or a thousand or whatnot. And there there will be some that like people are going to be lined up the day before to you know to get them. Um, there have really only been a handful in the last handful of years that I've been interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, are, how, are, are you are you Attending and and I I always go and support. I usually go yep. to uh, two or three uh, <clears throat> in the Atlanta area. Um, you know, I used to be in the music business, and so I still have friends that own independent record stores, and so nice. I like to go and. But you know, I always say, "Hey, live every day like it's record store day, right, Ben?" <clears throat> so go, you know, and support those businesses, not just when it's there. Christmas, uh, which yep. is basically what Record Store Day is, is it, you know, they get, that's just their big, you know, it's the equivalent of Black Friday for any other retailer. And uh, so I usually go out. So in uh, Lancaster, who is the, uh, or who are yeah. the independent record stores there? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's some really, really fantastic ones. Uh, Lidditz Music Company is my guy, Ben, up in Lidditz. Um, okay. He sells musical instruments. I think that's the core of his business. But he's got a great little independent record shop. Nice. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of business. Yep, yep. Um, record Connection is the probably most established in Lancaster County. They're in Ephrata. Um, uh, Andy up there is is awesome. Just about anything you want, uh, he's got it up there. Um, there's one across the river called Tom's Music Trade. Hmm. I've only been there once or twice. He's awesome in Dallas town. Like he's, he's got a lot of great stuff. Um, wish he was closer, but, um, and you know, my, my purchases that show up here, uh, they are either purchased from an independent store, like on, on Discogs or, or an individual that has it. So it's not like I'm, I'm buying it from, uh, you know, Amazon.com or something like that. They are, they're either from the, the, the retailer name who we shall not speak. Correct. Yes. Yes. I, I should be banned from the show. Get off. Yeah. And, you know, there are some other record stores downtown in Lancaster County. I don't know them uh, in Lancaster City. I mean, I don't know them as well. And they're little smaller shops, but uh, Stan's Records, uh, A Day in the Life Records. Uh, there's a there's a couple others. But yeah. Uh, awesome. Lindis Music Company. That's, that's my guy. 
See, Jeff, it's still, I brought it back to the show, you know, small business, right? Maybe I didn't, I didn't derail the show. I'm, it was derailed on me. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm responsible for it. Look what I, look at the mess I created. <laughs> the mail ambushed me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we sit here, we're coming up on our 11th year anniversary. Yes. May, yes. May 19th or 11th or something like that. Oh, yeah. May, May 19th. That's right. Yes. May 19th. Very important date. We're like 10 years and 11 months in. And I figured before we get into uh, the topic of today about the show, I figured we just give the listeners, you know, some, some back history. history. Yeah. So, um, you want to kick that off? Or I'll, kick, I'll kick it off. I think I took the question right out of Chris's mouth. <laughs> this is what we get for free for me. Chris is like, this was supposed to be my part. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that Chris even knows the story. I don't. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm very interested so in the story. It's uh, waiting with bated breath. So Gardner's has been around since 1990. You know, just, a, just a brief back to the Wayback Machine, right? Established as a waterbed store by Jim Gardner, uh, kind of across town, about a mile and a half away from here. Waterbed store, you know, the picture of the old school waterbed frames with the drawers underneath and the canopy waterbed and the mirrors. And, you know, that was a waterbed, right? Full wave mattress, uh, heated, uh, you know, that's kind of the old school waterbed day. So we kind of grew out of that. Um, we're really a bedroom store for about 21 years. Um, I started in the business in 2000, 2000, 2000. Um, so that's what you told me at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Three months before I met you. No. Um, in 2000, I started working for Jim Gardner. At that time we were transitioning. Of course, water beds weren't as cool anymore. Uh, we were kind of a total bedroom store, um, mattresses really of all kinds, uh, bedroom furniture, uh, kids furniture, futons, you know, bunk beds, that sort of thing. Kind of like your, your, if you needed to to furnish your bedroom, whether it was a mattress or furniture, you were you were doing it at Gardner's. Uh, so, fast forward uh, to 2010. Uh, Steve wants to bring water beds back. They're still around. They're not here, but um, you know, there's little pockets of the country. I think that they're that they're popular. But um, you know, fast forward 2010. Jim Gardner, um, who was kind of like my mentor uh, here at Gardner's, I was his right hand guy. Um, he decided to retire. And, uh, also at that same time, we needed to find a new location. Our lease was up. Uh, so he decided to make that transition to retire. And at that point he was like, well, we could either do a retirement sale or you could, uh, carry on the, the gardener's legacy. So, um, that was kind of a shock to the system at, at that particular time. It was like, I remember the, the, it was a little bit overwhelming, um, to purchase a business. I didn't, have that kind of money and savings and, and really didn't have that as, as a, a career plan necessarily. I had done pretty well with Jim and we had some great years and, uh, you know, it was just kind of a, again, a little, little shock to the system. So, uh, fast forward to, uh, you know, uh, about what would it, what would it have been November, October or November of 2010. Um, Jeff, I had known in the industry, uh, as a manufacturer's representative, uh, a number of product lines that we bought, uh, numerous mattress lines, furniture lines, futons. Um, and obviously, uh, Jeff had become a friend uh, to that point. Um, professional friend, right? That's right. Um, you, were with, you, know, you were with what company at that point? 
So, yeah, I mean, I remember when Ben and Jim approached me about partnering in mm-hmm. the Dunkin' Donuts affair. No, it was, it? Uh, it was an, it was an oh, the trade show. That's right. That's right. We had a follow-up meeting at Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where business gets done. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's Chili's, Michael Scott. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, so uh, I was a manufacturer's rep. I had independent contractors, so I had a number of things. Uh, my moniker at the time was the bedroom guru because everything yeah, I sold, I focused my bag of things in factories I represented on the bedroom. So mattresses, bunk beds, bed frames, accessories, four mattresses, pillows, sheets, you name it. Um, that's what I did. And I had spent a number of years uh, on that side, really, since about the same time Ben started with Jim and had girl, grown weary of that life. I missed a lot of stuff with my first kid. Ethan missed a lot of those firsts as I was building that career and just decided it was time to be home more. Um, it was kind of beginning to get that feeling. So yeah, it was, it was that fall, uh, high point market, high point market is like where the whole furniture industry converges twice a year for their two times a year trade show. And, uh, Ben and Jim brought it up and I said, that's a very interesting idea. It might be very timely. And, then it was early November. We met and we developed a plan and we came together. And for me, it was a no-brainer because I'd known Ben for 10 years, known to be trustworthy. And I guess he knew me for the same length of time. And I knew you from the van. Yeah, my white van. Your white van. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious to know this, Ben. So what did you see in Jeff that you were drawn to approach him from that? Because I think in a lot of cases, yeah. uh, we've all had friends that um, we thought about maybe doing business with and and ended up, that's not such a great idea. And you guys were nope. obviously had a relationship with, you know, I don't know how good, probably not as good of friends as you are now, but what did you see in Jeff that uh, made you want to approach him? Yeah, well, you know, thinking back to, to that time, um, you know, a lot of representatives from factories were of a different age than Jeff and I. Um, they were old school. They were, you know, kind of stuck in their ways doing, you know, things that the way they've done it for 20, 30 years. And Jeff, you know, being, you know, we're, we're very similar ages. Um, you are older. I, I am by, by what, 11 months, said it. Um, I just saw Jeff doing different things, like the way he interacted with his retailers, the things he tried to bring to his retailers to teach them to be better at marketing and marketing the products and uh, some of the sales systems he brought in, you know, most most representatives are just like, you know, handling some customer service and selling, you know, trying to tell you their way of selling the product. Well, Jeff was introducing different ways to think about marketing and mattresses. And um, I, I think you were, I mean, you, you told me uh, frustrated that a lot of the things you brought to your retailers, which you had a huge network of retailers, 200 probably plus retailers over the years. Yeah. You know, most of it went over their heads or in one ear and out the other. Yep. And um, you actually uh, invited us to, at that time, uh, the GKIC yep. world. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you invited us to a, a meeting in Philadelphia, uh, which was uh, Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle, uh, for those that don't know GKIC. But, um, you know, that was a, a, a marketing world, if you will, that thought differently 
about how to market your business and, and how to, of course, be a better leader and, and all of that. I mean, there, there's all kinds of things that went went into um, that that world and that way of thinking. But you introduced us to to them. And, um, you know, I just saw Jeff as a, as a again, a younger person that was forward thinking and, and really had a marketing brain that uh, I didn't really have. <laughs> I could run a store. You know, I did everything for Jim uh, from, you know, ordering the product to selling the product to, uh, you know, receiving it and scheduling deliveries and basically everything uh, except for the accounting side. Um, but, you know, really when it came to marketing, we always kind of did the same old thing um, that we've always done. You know, um, some of the you know newsprint and couponing publications and, you know, we, we dabbled in a little bit of everything, but I saw Jeff thinking about um, new ways uh, to market the business. Uh, and again, he was encouraging his retailers to do it. And um, I always saw things that I thought we could do yep. differently at Gardeners. And it just really made made a ton of sense to not go about it on my own and to uh, introduce Jeff into, into the mix. And uh, it, it turned out to be the best decision we could have made at that point. Because, I mean, May 19th, we hit the ground running. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important because you saw you saw the opportunity. You said, you know what, I'm not the greatest marketer, and this is somebody that you know you you saw the talent, and you said we could we could take this to the next level. So, kind of circling back to when you talked about, um, you know, even before you were approaching uh, Jeff, something that I I always admire about both you guys is you always you have this heart for for nonprofits, for charities, for small businesses. And uh, you and you, uh, in independent business at that time, probably didn't have a ton of extra money laying around to do whatever. Um, but you guys have this heart to always give back. Where, When did that really start uh, for gardeners? When did you actually start saying, you know what, I want to, I want to invest in this community, I want to seek out these charities, these people that are doing good work. Where where did that come from? Where and and how how when did you guys actually start to incorporate that into your actual business? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was it would have been the holiday season of two thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. uh, and I forget the name of the charity now. Holiday Hope. Holiday Hope. Yep. Okay, that's it. Yep. Bunk bed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they came to us and uh, I forget her name. Cheryl? Sherry? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's running it anymore. This was this. I mean, again, this is the kind of charities we like to help. She she was somebody that saw a need for people that couldn't put a Christmas on for their kids and families. And she just kind of using social media built holiday hope and said, Hey, I wanna, I wanna raise money for these families that I know need these items. One of those items was a bunk bed for kids. And, you know, these kids, like, they were sleeping on a mattress on the floor, I think four of them. Mm-hmm. And then we gave them two bunk beds. And it was really, like, that year, you know, uh, was, was a growth year for us. Uh, ben and I both basically were gifted these amazing Swedish mattresses from Carpe Diem. I mean, we weren't gifted them, but we paid. We may as well have been gifted them. So here we are sleeping in, you know, you know, multiple thousands to tens of thousands of dollar beds. Luxury. Yeah, super luxury <laughs> beds. And here at Christmas time are these kids that are sleeping on the floor. And, and I, I think they asked for beds for Christmas. That's all they want. They, they, yeah. they just kind of wanted their own space. And uh, so we said, you know what, let's, yeah, we're all in. And, I, and we actually ended up 
raising money from, I think, 10 bunk beds in total in here. It was. Because we still have in our utility closet the <laughs> we do. A little little marker chart thing. Yeah. Um, like the thermometer. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so that really started it. And, yep. you know, be prior to that, if, if people came and said, hey, do you have something for a raffle or can we get a $50 donation? I mean, we said yes. Uh, but it was never anything that kind of crystallized and formalized. But that was really what started it mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that was that was probably the first big effort. Yeah, and it's always place. coming across very, uh, very organic. You guys are not using your um, your efforts as a way to market what you're doing. It always just feels like, hey, we're doing this, and you know, this case in point, what we're doing right here is uh, is a show that talks about this, that gives, that shines a light on. A lot of uh, a lot of non uh, nonprofits and charities that that don't have this opportunity, quite frankly, and right. um, you're you're doing that and making it a part of what you're doing. Do you feel like you know you guys obviously do the whole review thing very well? You've got the books that you've put out, and it's a it's a component of the show. And a lot of times, uh, the feedback is related to the staff, related to um, how they were treated. Um, what you guys do as a part of your business. Is there ever any feedback from how people felt um, related to what you guys do for the community? And they felt like, well, if, we, if we're supporting um, gardeners, uh, we feel like that helps the community in any way. Do, do, you, do you guys hear that kind of feedback at all from any customers? You know, I, I know it's there, but really it's, we're hearing it more as of late. But for a number of years. I mean, we just kind of did like the bunk bed thing. Um, you know, uh, well, the, the gardeners gives back food donation. We've been, yeah, we've been doing that for a number of years, but we, we don't like, you know, like you go into a, and this isn't knocking businesses <laughs> that do this, but you go into a business and they've been sponsoring Johnny's baseball team, you know, over the, the baseball team in their town or, or whatever for years. And the wall is littered with placards. I mean, we just feel it's important to give back to the community that supports us and to just do it. Um, I think we're crystallizing more of that here as of late through the podcast. But again, it's the podcast leading the way to give, you know, we can afford to build this box because this podcast, you know, Chris, you're not doing this for free. I mean, you're a nice guy. Wait a minute. You know, <laughs> yeah, we do pay them. Um, but you, you didn't know, know- <laughs> Yeah, no, he knows. He handles that part of the business. Um, but uh, you know, we we are we are investing in this box for the community to stand on. And you know, I, I suppose as of late, we're being more uh, front line with it, if that's the right phrase. But it, but but still, like, there's not even you know, Gardner's mattress more is on there. But you have to look. Like, I had to look for it. Mm-hmm. I own the I own the dang comfort. I should pick it up, <laughs> but like it's it's Lancaster Connects, you know. And we, yeah, I'm a Chris. You and I have talked privately often about the box we can give to somebody to stand on, and you know, we're that's what this is. We're investing in this with each episode. Each episode is a it's a dollar cost to produce, and we're happy to invite in the community to be a part of it uh, at no charge. Uh, you know, and we, and we want it to mean something. We want it to be valuable for that charity. 
important for that business so they can propel their business and do more for what's important to them for our community. Uh, I mean, I really firmly believe this. Um, you know, so yeah, I think it's. Yeah, don't you think that like, like people in the community would, you know, they want, they generally, well, I can't speak for everyone. Generally, people want to give back. They just don't know what they should give back. And it may not be Aaron's Acres. It may be, you know, power packs. It may not be power packs. It may be um, something else. And it's just about something that touches you, right? Uh, like all of a sudden, you know what? That episode touches me because you're somehow related to that. You knew someone who, um, you know, was homeless or you have a, you have a heart for, for this side or the other. But those are the kinds of things you shine a light on just to, you know, just to market them, right? And in a way, I need marketing, not in the pure sort of business sense, but, you know, make them known. Um, and so when people are inspired to give back, they do. And, um, it, you know, just kudos to you guys for that. And, you know, I don't know if we want to, to roll into the, the new initiative now, uh, because I think this really just sort of dovetails yeah. into that. Yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll pop that onto, uh, onto the screen here. Do you guys want to, Get into um, the brand new um, Roundup help out. This is an amazing thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? I talk for a little bit. Yeah, I can. I can intro it. So um, everybody's familiar with uh, you know grocery stores and CVS and places like that where you can round up your purchase to the nearest typically dollar. You know, if you're you you go get cough medicine and it's five dollars and eighty seven cents, the register will automatically ask you. Do you want to round it up to six dollars? Where are you and, buying your coffee from, Richie Rich over here? No. <laughs> I think I said cough medicine. Oh, cough <laughs> medicine! I thought you said coffee. My bad. Still, that's my dollar. Right, right. So you know, you're donating your thirteen dollars up to you know, and almost everybody clicks yes to to do that. And you know, across CVS, you know, nationally, globally, yeah. whatever, thirteen cents times however many millions of people, well, that adds up to a lot of money and they're making a nice donation. Well, we're taking that concept and bringing it inside these four walls with our customers. Um, and we're encouraging them to round up their purchase, um, maybe a little bit more than pennies, right? So let's say, you know, the, the screen there shows an example of your total purchases, $1,187, I'm sorry, $1,187. Would you consider rounding it up uh, that extra thirteen dollars to twelve hundred, nice even number. You know, it, it, most people are putting it on a credit card, uh, so that's that's an easy. You know, it's it's thirteen. Yeah. It's a it's a you know Netflix subscription, right? That's all we're asking for. Just a little bit of roundup. We will take that money. We will total it up at the end of the month, yep. and us, Jeff and I, we will match that donation up to a thousand dollars and donate it to a local Lancaster-based nonprofit or charitable organization. So, you know, if we did only penny roundups here, we're we're not gonna get all that much, you know, like like a CVS or a giant grocery store would. But, you know, if we can get some uh of our customers investing uh and and making these donations, uh we can it it'll be a significant amount at yeah. the end of each month. And and listen, I mean, pulling back the curtain on it, um, on the psychology of all of this. I mean, if you're going to go home as someone who just spent $1,187 with us as an example, you're going to tell your friends, if they ask, well, how much did your purchase cost? You're going to say $1,200. Right. Right. 
you know, so it might as well be, it may as well be $1,200 and you can hopefully say, yeah, you know what? And part of that, these guys do this cool thing where a part of my purchase went to help the charities they have on their show, Lancaster Connects. I mean, I, I, I've got nothing to hide with what I just shared there because that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's what we want to have happen. We want people to talk about this show. We want to do more good with what we're doing. I mean, you know, like today is, today's a twingy day for me because it's tax day. You know, Ben and I both wrote tax checks. <laughs> you know, my wife also hit me up going out the door for three different car registrations because apparently we buy our cars in April. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, great, great day to be a, a producer. But, you know, today for me is about like we, this show today is about showing what we're doing here and about giving back. So, you know, listen, you don't have to round up $13. If you round up 13 cents, yes, we will take it. Okay. However, as Ben said, we're not that CVS. We're not Starbucks where you've got, you know, 17 locations in the county, uh, compounding 13 cents of a shot. Uh, we want to, we want you while you're in here to join us in this box we're trying to create so others may stand on it and, and help each other out. And then we're going to, we're going to match that up to a thousand bucks. So if we collect 950, we're going to match 950, you know, and now we're at $1,900 for the month. Um, for some of these smaller nonprofits and charitable organizations, which is who we highlight, that's a significant amount of money. Yeah. You know, like a, a kisses for EB. We had them on a, a, a couple months ago. That's a significant amount of money for a yep. small nonprofit like that. Um, you know, and, and I, I mean, our, our flyer doesn't say it there, but we can collect donations towards this effort without it even being related to a gardener's purchase. Yep. Uh, any money that we raise in this effort, we will match. Yep. And, well, and we work. And we'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. And and maybe you were going to ask this, but I was going to talk about how we can and will report it out. Um, was that what you were going to mention or was there something No, else? but go ahead. Yeah, this is okay. good. Yeah. So, I mean, we, you know, we have a point of sale system. We have a skew called Gardeners Gives Back uh, right in our system. And that's a non-taxable skew. So when we talk about 1187, it's real easy for our guys to bring it up and make a suggestion to round up to $1,200. Um, again, you as, you as our customer may choose to give back whatever you're comfortable with and we will welcome it. Um, again, we're approaching it that we are that one location and we do want to, we do want to build the box as big as grand as fast as possible. But, um, you know, that skew we can report on each month and that report can spit out a, a spreadsheet of, everybody who donated and, you know, we'll probably, we will screenshot that, uh, you know, maybe do your first, you know, separate it out by first name and donation amount just to keep it private. You know, I don't want, you know, I don't like my name and things I donate to being put out there publicly. I do it for my own personal reasons on the personal level, but you know, I, I do want to know, I want our customers to know that there is accountability here. We're not just taking this money, you know, and also understand when you, when you do give us $1,200 on a credit card, we're getting hit like two and a quarter percent. So, you know, but we're, but you donated 13, we're going to give 13. Okay. We're not, we're not going to take fees off of it, but just understand like that's, that is actually what's happening. Um, but, uh, we'll be able to report out. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll do that at the beginning of each month for eight, like, so we'll do it early May for April and 
so on and so forth. And um, I expect it'll start slow and then kind of do the hockey stick thing, just take off. <laughs> but um, uh, that's that's how we'll keep it accountable. And uh, and then we'll we'll write those checks out. We'll divide out to the show people that were on the show and and where the need you know and and we'll direct the funds where the need where where it's needed that's amazing yeah that that the last part sort of answered um my question was so uh customers at point of purchase and they decide to you know round up and they round up by a hundred dollars um and so that's being matched and so at the end of the month um well at the point of purchase are they do they they may not be familiar with Lancaster Connects. They may not be familiar with the charities uh, that you're even talking about. Maybe they would like their donation to be directed. Is that, do we want to get that granular with that? Or um, how how is that in the decision-making process? Sounds to me like you're taking that and you're just you're just uh, divvying it out to, uh, to those that have been on the show. Um, how does that work? Yeah, the, the idea is those that have been on the show or will be on the show. Um, you know, I guess selfishly, one of the nice things that could happen if somebody says, I'd like my charity to go to charity XYZ and charity XYZ hasn't been on the show yet. Hopefully they can make an introduction. Yep. You know, uh, again, because it's not, you know, we can book shows, you know, yes, it is nice to have a warm introduction, but I'd much rather see that the effort of what that customer gave and what we're doing compounded positively by having that charity back on the show. I mean, we do produce a nice anywhere from 45 minute to one hour chunk of content um, that can be put right on YouTube. And Chris, you're generous enough. You always offer to to give the video file. So yes. their team can take the raw video file and edit out, as I like to call the the Ben and Jeff tomfoolery. We can, you know, we can give them just the the chunk of their time on the show, so their audience doesn't have to muddle through, you know, records and jokes and things like that that aren't relevant to their mission. But I mean, this this is what's neat about what we're doing here. We are creating lasting value for the community, and Roundup to help out is is about just like kind of putting some rocket fuel in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, what's the, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. I'm gonna Michael Scott this proverb, but the, you know, the, if you want to go far, if you want to if you want to go far, go alone. If you want to go fast, go together. I think is an African proverb. I might have messed that up, but the point being, let's do it together. Yep. You know, um, and I'd, I'd rather go fast together uh, with those that come through our door and. Uh, and do this. So Roundup the Hell Boat is really an extension of what we started with Gardeners Gives Back. Um, it's kind of neat to kind of see our our graphical images. Anybody that watches this graphic design, they're probably looking like I can immediately tell that two different people made those logos. <laughs> right? Because you got two different fonts, you got some different colors. Yep. But um, why don't you talk about when we first did with Gardeners Gives yeah. Back? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we we started Gardeners Gives Back like five, six, seven years ago. It's, it's been a while. Been a while, yeah. Um, and it's really a, a unique uh, opportunity that we have and and that we, I think, created here. We are in hundreds of customers' homes monthly, right? Thousands annually. 
uh, delivering mattresses, right? So the thought was to create a perpetual food drive, if you will, um, encourage our customers. You keep talking. Yeah. Oh, I will. <laughs> encourage, encourage our customers. I mean, everybody's got some pantry food items, non-perishable food items in their pantry that have probably been there for months. They may never touch can of beans, spaghetti sauce, soup, um, whatever. I think in my house, we have a corned beef hash and no clue where it came from. It's not going to get eaten in our house. Uh, so everybody's got pantry items like that. So the idea is to encourage our customers, hey, if you've got some f- food items like this, stick them in a bag, you know, plastic bag, grocery bag, whatever. Uh, have it ready for our delivery crew when we deliver your mattress. Our crew, at, when they're finished, they're wrapped up and everything is good and they're ready to go. Uh, our delivery crew will take that bag and they will bring it back to the store. They're going to deliver the food back to gardeners. And uh, in fact, I think Jeff uh, grabbed a, a recent donation. Uh, we will take those donations. Uh, we've got a couple of bins in the front of the store. Uh, we put all the food that we've collected for that month in the bin. And then uh, at the end of the month, uh, we donate uh, to multiple food banks uh, monthly. Uh, well, typically one food bank per month, yep. and then they alternate. Uh, so uh, it, Mailman Andy back here, his wife works at one uh, in, cover. In, in Elizabethtown. Yep. And uh, our sales manager, Drew, who's uh, off today, uh, his father uh, helps one uh, I'm food, food pantry. <laughs> food pantry, yep. Who was a, a early Lancaster Connects guest. It's rather like episode two or three. Something like that. Uh, talking about uh, all the efforts that they make there. There have been some others that we've donated to, but the idea is we are donating. There's a there's a great picture. Uh, that's uh, many fewer gray hairs ago. Um, for me, not, not Drew's father. That That's Drew's father. <laughs> accepting the donations. Um, ben has so, a way of... Uh, uh, shoving foot and mouth like just <laughs> like no other. <laughs> so uh, monthly, we're donating hundreds of pounds of food um, to these uh, food banks, and of course, they're uh, making great use of the food for those who need it. Um, we've also donated uh, pet items, pet food to uh, some of the food, uh, some of the pet. Um, adoption agencies locally, Pity's Love Pieces, uh, somebody we've supported over the years, um, and, and a few of the other ones. But it's just a really neat opportunity. And customers love it because they don't, they don't really have to do anything. They're already, we're already in the house. All they need to do is go into the pantry, find those five, six, 10 items, one item, whatever it is that they haven't touched in months, non-perishable food items. Of course, we can't take like, you know, bread, you know, all the stuff that's going to go bad. Um, but non-perishable food items, stick them in a bag. We'll come uh, pick it up on delivery and then give it to somebody who needs it. So I don't, I don't know um, how many pounds, how many hundreds of pounds we've donated, but we're probably into the thousands. Oh yeah, uh, over the the five, six, seven years. So yeah, yeah. I mean, a can of soup is like all but a pound. Yes, yeah, so, right. I mean, there's six, seven pounds right here, and this is what I get for working without a net live, without notes. Duh, the bin would be empty because it's just coming off of a holiday weekend. Yep. Certainly, the food banks want to make sure their constituents, people that use their services, uh, had enough for the holiday weekend. So, uh, yeah, this is just small donation, but like, you know, first juice, canned items. So we're going to continue to do that, um, you know, and 
give to the community, but there's nothing that stops our customers from doing both, making a donation here at the store yeah. and then uh, and then grabbing a box of macaroni and cheese or something not here. You've served it up so that it's so easy for people to do it. And I think a lot of times we get so busy and when you're uh, in a store buying a mattress or uh, you're at home getting something delivered, you're not, you're, you're not thinking about it. And you guys are like, again, not just the show shining a light on things. You're, you're saying, hey, we're doing this. And like I said, if you're someone who already is, you know, would do that and you've just made it so easy for someone to go, oh my gosh, let me just go and grab this stuff and give uh, while they're here. It just is, it's so simple. So simple for you to just round up by whatever and say, yeah, I, I, I watched the show where, you know, you were, you were talking about power packs, you know, or whatever. I mean, that, that to me is, is, um, you know, not just a great way to give back. I mean, it's, it's good business. Right, you know, you you want to you want to serve things up to people so they just knock the ball off the tee, and um, I think yep. it's in, in both, you know, the gardeners give back uh, stuff and uh, and uh, the other, you know, uh, roundup roundup help out. I'll get that straight. Uh, oh, it's right there on the screen. I, duh. Um, <laughs> yep, you get a pass. You get a pass. Yeah. yeah, I I just love I just love how you guys didn't you you guys just didn't like mail it in. You said you, you're looking at every step of it to make it easy for people to do what they probably already want to do. They just don't know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think people genuinely will say yes when asked to help. I mean, we see that yeah. more often than not. Um, so this is just yet another vehicle and another way that you can help out your community. And you know, it's going to go like right, you know, it's going right into your community, you know. You, we we can give you, as you just saw from the website, we can give you pictorial evidence of that. Uh, you could probably go back on our blog. I'm positive you, if you go back on our blog enough pages, it's like 17, 18 pages deep. Um, and you'll find the blog post with the the little boy from Holiday Hope getting bunk beds. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's on there. If it's not on there, it's on our Facebook page. If you scroll back, you, I mean, it's 10 years already. Yeah, that's, that's um, crazy. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, this stuff we're going to continue to do and we're going to do it because it's right. And we may sound laid back because we don't know exact pounds per food, but that's not our thing. You know, we're not, you know, power packs, they, they probably know how much food they bring in because they probably buy it by the pound. I would imagine some of it, you know, they get so many pounds of potatoes, you know, so many pounds of uh, green beans, right? Like we don't, we don't do it that way. We just kind of take what our customers give us. It goes in the bin and the food banks come get it. And that's that. Yeah. Um, we're not looking for recognition. No. We've done it. We're looking to make an impact yeah. for the families that need it. Yeah. And I, and, again, that's what Lancaster Connects is and what Gardeners Gives Back is the, the multiple efforts we're doing there. Yeah. I mean, a little, a little insight into my mind of the ways I look to work. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to improve our business and then consistently looking to make it happen, right? And a lot of people interchange constancy and consistency. We constantly say yes to opportunities that come our way to help. Uh, I mean, we, you know, we do it, um, uh, you know, so much so I think we, we, we just double paid a basketball sponsorship. I think I'm still figuring that one out. But, um, you know, so we, we say yes uh, as best we can when we can. And, I don't remember the last time we said no. 
but then we're consistently looking at ways to make it more impactful. And that's, you know, really, that's what, um, what Gardner gives back and Roundup and Help Held is all about. So, Steve, thanks. We love Power Packs too. And I know you're on the board there. So, thanks for giving your time to the board uh, at Power Packs, which, you know, really brings up the next thing as we kind of maybe look to wrap up. You know, we're not sitting here heartless. We know some sometimes uh, funding money for people is tough. Okay. Uh, so you're coming in here and, you know, you're getting a mattress for your kid and you want to get the best thing for your kids you can and you've stretched that budget already. So giving money out is you want to do it, but it might be a sore subject. It's, you're not able to give. We get that. Uh, that's fine. We're not going to like twist your arm. We're not going to, we're not going to have our delivery truck show up late because he didn't help out. Like just, we're going to ask our expectant, our expectation from our team is we're going to ask you 100% of the time consistency, right? But you, you can say no. It's, it, and it's okay. Nobody will judge you. Nobody will be upset. Um, same thing with the food. Food prices are high. Your food budget doesn't go as far. We get that. Um, we are, are empathetic to that for sure. All of that said, all the more reason to do this kind of stuff right now. Because Steve Goble, who sits on the board at Power Packs, their budget, you know, their budget fiscal year 22 is about 25% less than it is in 21, even though they might have taken in the same dollars because their food prices are up 25%. Okay. So if they had a million dollars to buy food in a year, they, that they could buy this year $750,000. And that's a quarter million dollar divide. And that's why I would challenge anybody listening to this, anybody who will listen to this, if you're in a position to do what we're doing, do it. Okay. Create your own box for your customers to stand on, please. If you, if you don't, if you don't have a business and you work for somebody, but you can't donate money and you just are unable to afford to donate food, but you're sitting at home in the evenings watching TV, if you're sitting at home on the weekends and you're finding four hours here, four hours there free, reach out to Power Packs. You know, reach out to North Star Initiative, reach out to Pity's Love Peaks, reach out to the food banks, community cover, uh, Hempfield Food Pantry. Um, reach out to these places and donate your time and create your own box for others to stand on that way. That's important. Uh, that's why we do what we do here. Um, it really means something. And, you know, and I may sound gruff. I may sound abrupt right now doing it, but I'm making my appeal. All right. Uh, I don't have my Sally Struthers voice uh, uh, to, uh, to do it, but, but I'm telling you, um, it'll feel good. And it's the right thing to do for those around you. It really is. It's passion, and, and, Jeff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real. It's I mean, uh, the, these two gentlemen, if you, if you haven't met them, um, they, the, the, the gentleman you see on the screen are the gentlemen that are off the screen. This is what you see is what you get. They believe in this. Yep. hundred percent. Thanks, Good Chris. work, guys. Yeah. Good work. Yep. Um, anything else on the gives back mission or, or, um, roundup help out that we need to, uh, to cover just as a recap for those of you that have just joined all you got to do uh, when you're at point of purchase you can choose to round up your purchase by 10 25 50 hundred dollars or more gardeners will match your donation uh, up to one thousand dollars and then monthly be distributing that to the charities nonprofits that have been featured on Lancaster Connects. And uh, one more time, we want to we want to pop this on the screen as well. Gardner's uh, Give Back Mission 
um, is in the two local food banks that they're working with, the community cupboard of Elizabethtown and Hempfield Area Food Pantry at a Zion Evangelical Lutheran Church in the Landisville. And uh, they're also collecting for pets. So if uh, this is this is when someone is delivering a mattress into a home, right? Yep. 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 We will we will uh, happily collect the unused items, uh, non-perishable food items, or you know, I, I'm a I'm a new dog owner. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm sure over the years we will future years we will buy a lot of things that. You're may not to learn about that. <laughs> we probably won't use for our yep. puppy, and uh, obviously we don't want used items. We want new items. Yep. Um, but uh, there, there's going to be, uh, I, I'm sure, pet owners have plenty of things that they bought over the year that they haven't used and uh, would like to donate. So that's what the, we're talking. You'll about. buy the value pack of bones that you think, oh, Maddie will love these. Oh. And there's like 28 of them in the pack, <laughs> and then she like sniffs the one and never touched it. Right, right, right. So. The, Dog rescues will take stuff like that. They'll take the twenty-seven that weren't sniffed on, uh, and, uh, and and those, and that's perfectly fine uh, to do. But uh, but yeah, I mean, folks, you know, I mean, this is it's important. I mean, we don't. Uh, I've said as of recent, we don't just strafe our community and take from it. We really do try to give back. We we create these you know these these ways for you to help, and then we match it. Um, and uh, it, it's it's important. Because I believe in Main Street and I believe in the power of what Main Street can do for its community. It's what I grew up in. And uh, it's, it's real important. <clears throat> That's why we're here. Good stuff. Now, did you guys want to do a cocktail or did you guys want to do Prizolator or Sleep Better? Or <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's cocktail it up. Let's cocktail it up. All right. Coffee. Not, not yeah. Cough syrup. We got to get the booze out. We got to get the bourbon out. <laughs> we were talking to Steve about that last week. Really, yeah, we do. <clears throat> and and shout out to Steve. Steve mentioned us on his podcast, uh, oh, a drama leadership. I saw he he tagged us in. Um, I don't know if his his replay. I believe um, he tagged us and said he mentioned Lancaster Connects and the two of us on, yeah. on his podcast last week. So, Chris, do you have the questions? I do. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm yeah, in, man, I'm in the seat here. I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, to do this. You know what I just thought of that I'm going to do hopefully for next week is, and well, I have to get, you know, uh, my bosses to, to approve it, but I feel like we need just some subtle, not, not distracting, maybe some lounge music kind of happening in the background during connection cocktail, you know, kind of like, you know, some easy going jazz. Jeff's like, no, I could see, I could see, I could see the look. There's, there's quite, you know, we're getting old. I'm like, you know, he couldn't find the speaker button. The volume button. I can't read it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm trying to read uh, it. Oh, Fusion Marketing. Uh, this is uh, this is Jim Fuse. Uh, he's based here in Marietta. Um, and he says, hello, everyone. You are speaking my language. Uh, awesome, now. Jim. Thanks for coming oh, in, man. Appreciate well, your support. Uh, Jim, Jim's been known to, uh, to have a cocktail or two. So apparently that's when he likes to chime in. Um, nice. And uh, Steve says he, he thought about bringing whiskey. Well, you know, it's it's the thought that counts, except when you're talking about whiskey. Then it doesn't count. You got to bring some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> A challenge. Yeah. 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 When I, you know, just on that note about whiskey, when I was in the Dominican with the family, um, you know, it was all inclusive and I was dismayed because they didn't have whiskey. That's right. They had scotch. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, well, that's whiskey. I'm like, no, I don't suck on grass. Like the peat, right? Like, no, it's like 
bourbon, whiskey, rye, you know? So anyway, no, no offense to scotch drinkers. I know scotch is a whole thing, just not my thing. So it's Ron Burgundy's thing, isn't it? It is Ron Burgundy's thing. And I like Ron Burgundy's style, just not his drink. I'm a, I'm a Booker's, a Mector's, a Maker's, uh, Knob Creek. I had some Mormon whiskey. You, well, <laughs> I called it. It was Utah whiskey. Um, Mormon. Yeah, I called it Mormon whiskey. It was, it was the Miller Lite whiskey. They, I, they can, uh, they do great mission work. They should just stick to that, not whiskey. So, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> All it right. was not, uh, not great, but anyhow, connection Here we go. cocktail. Connection cocktail. Um, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to pick some, there's a number of these questions. I'm going to pick the ones that, um, cause I'm in control here now. Um, you guys, have you ever ridden in a buggy? I have. I have not, as far as I'm aware, maybe, maybe I did when I was a child and I, I expunged the memory from my brain, but I, I don't think I have. Okay. Uh, you have no, do yeah. you have no desire to ride in a buggy at this point, Ben? Is a buggy ride in your I, future? <laughs> it's not in my future, but I, w- I would welcome a buggy ride. I just would prefer it to be on a non-trafficked road. Uh, it just seems like a, a, a crazy experience to do it on a on Route 30, but okay. it happens. So, yeah, I, I, w- I would want it to be in, in a controlled environment. Little uh, <laughs> unknown fact about Jeff, my, both of my grandmothers were Mennonite. Hair covering and old. Wow. My great-grandmother, who passed away once. She lived a long time. She passed away when I was like maybe 24. Mm. 25. Um, She wore it all her life. Never drove. Um, She did marry a fellow Mennonite man who was Black Bumper. But, uh, yeah. What's, what's, and that was in Canada. So like yeah, really right. twisting your mind there. Not even Lancaster. What does it mean, black bumper? That's I'm, I'm Oh see now now we're now we're pulling back the curtain that Chris isn't from around these parts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so yeah, the Amish and Mennonite community, there's there's all different layers of uh, connection to the secular world. And black bumper just means they're they have cars, but uh they're black. So pick black paint, black bumpers, no chrome, uh, no, no alloy wheels, just more, um, less flashy, less flashy. Uh, so none of these like I have behind me underneath the, the car. Yeah, no, they wouldn't have to do that. No, okay. you'll, you'll drive, you'll drive past a Mennonite church in some parts of Lancaster County and every single car in the parking lot looks like our shirts. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe like a deep navy, dark navy blue is like acceptable, that's but like, like the it's Car- all black tones. That's like the Kardashian family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask a hard one. Here's a hard question. Because, I, I mean, it can't be easy. Because, and now you'll see just how hard it is for your guests. What's your favorite restaurant? Mm-hmm. Favorite Lancaster I'll restaurant. I'll go. So, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, the family favorite. Uh, Thai. Uh, so it's a Thai restaurant in Lancaster. Uh, my wife Lindsay and I have been going to it for many years. They used to be in Meltville like 15 years ago. We used to meet there for like lunch dates because she worked nearby and I could get off for, or actually at that time I was off on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you know, in the middle of 
middle of the week, so we'd meet at Suko Thai. Um, but they have incredible Thai food. Now they're downtown in Lancaster near uh, F&M. And uh, uh, my daughter uh, requests that, like, you know, we whoever's birthday it is or whatever you're, you know, as a family, we go to go somewhere and the whoever's birthday it is gets to pick. Uh, she likes that. She's She's picked that. And the, the funny thing about that is like when she was, she's 12 now, when she was three, she told us while we were in Sukhothai, when we were there with her young, she said, don't ever bring me here again. When she was three. And now she loves oh. it. Now she, now she loves it. <laughs> it wasn't like, I, I, you know, we're not a like a fast food place, you know, family, but you know, it wasn't like Chick-fil-A or, or anything to her. It was, it was this, I guess, evil plates, but she loves Sukhothai. We all like Thai nice. food. Even my son can can eat. He likes rice and he likes the the chicken skewers that are there. So that's kind of our go to. Very nice. Very cool. <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Uh, I like John J. Jeffries, JB Dawson's, and then for the dating your wife back in the day connection, Piero's in Akron, which is no more, but Zia Maria, mm. owned by the same gentleman in Denver. Uh, that would be our place if we want to have like aw schmoopy. Uh, remembrances. That's where my wife and I'll go. Excuse me. You do see that it says restaurant singular, right, Jeff? I mean, that was. Oh, boom. Oh, okay. sorry, man. <laughs> I'll remember that next time. Sorry, pay the bill. <laughs> I want to, you know, when I go, um, I want to eat at that place that has the peanut butter burger. Oh, yeah. I want to try a, that. That, that was Steve. Um, Cafe 551. 551. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I popped that up on the screen. I was like, wow, I'm going to eat one of those. Yeah. Well, we got to have you up here, man. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. We're running out of time. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask one last one. This should be, this should be, uh, this should be easy. Here we go. Turkey Hill sheets, rudders, or wow. Yeah, knew it. Knew it was going to turn. See, I'm, I went first last time. <laughs> so you're not going to like my answer, Chris, because I'm not going to. I've got I've got a whole breakdown for all. of Look, I'll support you in this because I'm 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 probably my answer is probably going to be similar. <laughs> so if it's just in and out gas, Turkey Hill, because their gas prices seem to always be better. Uh, if it's breakfast, it's sheets. Yep. If it's a sub, it's Wawa. And if you're a hoagie, a hoagie, yep. And then Rudders fits in for their egg rolls. Rudders egg rolls are awesome on the go. Interesting. Uh, I use them all, sprinkle them all in my life to fit. Like some of our guests, I'm a bit Sorry, more Chris. of a bit more of a convenience. You know, whatever's on my route is what I will patronize. But you know, back in the day in Millersville, there were Turkey Hills in in Millersville, and like the the the. Turkey Hill iced tea. That was like, you know, you can't beat it. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Sheets, if you want the MTOs, Wawa for the Hoagie. Um, you know, grew up in more of a Wawa area and town. So, you know, there's always a, a place there for for the Wawa, but a bit more of a convenience guy. So yeah, sorry, I don't I don't have a great answer. Don't have a singular one. No, those but. are all great answers. It's just all wrong. Like you just gotta choose one. <laughs> All right. If I had to choose one Wawa, okay. There mine. we go. There we go. I'll go Turkey Hill because they're based in Lancaster County, but that's the only reason why. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That was All a fun right. cocktail. 
Yeah. Yeah. How guys feel? <laughs> yeah. Should we fire up a lot of pressure? Yeah, prize date it up. We didn't. We didn't say what we're giving away. But oh, we'll do. We'll do a uh, gift card. Restaurant gift card. <laughs> hey, that the applause. That applause. That's applause. That right here. Steve is our winner. Awesome. Congratulations, Steve. Well, he can pick up his gift card when he drops off the whiskey. That's right. Hey, that's a good. That's a good trade. <laughs> it is not bad. Not bad. All right. Awesome. No pressure, Steve. No pressure. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What's the wrap? I think that's a wrap. Thanks, that's a good Chris. one, Chris. Thanks, man. Deal. Yeah. Oh, it, Steve says deal. It's a deal. Awesome. Chris, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure working with you. And, and seriously, folks, if, you're, if, you, if you work for a business, you live a business that you, you know, you can see podcasting is a great media and it is. I mean, it's really a rising media um, that is doing wonders for businesses. I know that. Um, it's not necessarily why we began it to, to get more business. We did it, as we said, for the intention of supporting the Lancaster Connects effort. But uh, Chris is just a, a fantastic, fantastic guy. Uh, I On this show with Ben, I do my own show for another endeavor on my own personally. And the guests that come through that show say Chris does a fantastic job. I say he does a fantastic job. You should definitely check him out. Thanks, so. Jeff. I appreciate it. Thank you, All Ben. Right. All right, guys. Great show. We'll see you next time on... Lancaster Connects. Take care. Oh.